Come on, let's give God some praise. Come on. Give God some good praise. He's a good God. He's a good God. Come on, give him a good praise. Come on. That's so weak. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we believe you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have won the victory. How many know that? True. Come on. Hallelujah. You have won. You have won it all for me. Come on, lift your voice. Hallelujah. Give him the highest praise. Hallelujah. You have won. You have won. How many know we have the victory? Victory. Everybody lift your voice and sing hallelujah. Hallelujah. He didn't do it for himself. He did it for me. It all. Come on. Death could not hold. Death could not hold you. Death couldn't even do it. Our final enemy couldn't hold them down. You are the living king. Hallelujah. He's risen right, from the dead. Hey! Seated in majesty. Son, King, come on, death could not hold you down. Death could not hold you down. Oh, 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 oh. the risen King, come on, seated in majesty. <coughs> oh, you are the risen King. Come on, lift your voice. bless you Lord we bless you in this place oh God we give all praise to you oh God we give all glory to you Lord we give all honor to our king we worship the Lord hallelujah hallelujah you have
For God has risen He is alive He won the victory He reigns on high Our God has risen He reigns on high He won the victory He reigns on high Yeah that's our God. That's who I serve. That's who we serve. That's who you serve. That's who the believer serves. That's who we have. That's who's holding me up. That's the lifter of my head. That's the one who saved my life. That's the one who made me whole. That's the one I believe in. That's the one I trust in. You the victory you reign Hallelujah Glory to God Lord as we believe you in this atmosphere as we trust you in this atmosphere our hearts are receptive to your word We are believing you God right now even before your word comes forth we are receiving right now, oh God, as a seed that's planted, oh God, as a seed, oh God, set, oh Lord, and planted in the roots of our heart, oh God, hallelujah, Lord, that that seed would grow, oh God, growing downward, oh God, as a root, oh God, does to anchor itself in us, your word, oh God, that will spring up out of us, oh God, and flow out of us as rivers of living water, oh Lord. You don't give us your word to keep just to us, oh God. Hallelujah. But to share with the world, oh Lord. Hallelujah. We believe you right now. We thank you right now. Hallelujah. That in this atmosphere, whatever it is, oh Lord, you have purpose to do. Whatever it is, you have chosen to do. The will of the Lord be done on earth as it is in heaven. And if you receive that, hallelujah, give God some praise. If you believe it and receive what you have prayed, what we have prayed unto the Lord. See, you got to believe what you pray. <laughs> believe what you pray. Believe what you pray. Hey! Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. In this atmosphere of worship and praise unto the Lord, I believe God, hallelujah, has sent us here today to be strengthened despite what's happening in the world, despite what we see what's going on, despite what the news is saying, despite what other countries are saying, despite what the racists are saying, despite what the terrorists are saying, despite what these crazy world leaders are saying, our God is still seated on the throne. Our God is still running everything. Our God is still in control. Our God is still in control. You want to praise God. Hallelujah, for we don't have to fear, for our God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. Yeah! 
people of God, you better know it's time to believe God more than ever. It's time to receive what the Lord has said more than ever. It's time to anchor yourself in the word of the Lord more than ever. You haven't seen anything yet. This world is about to turn upside down. And I pray that the people of God are ready. See, God is so great. He always prepares his people. He always prepares his children. Do you know that for all these disasters, all these hard times, and all these crazy things that take place in the world, God always sets up his people. He always prepares us. See, we are already looking for Jesus. And if you haven't, you need to start looking for him. Because at any time right now, out of all of the times in history that we've seen throughout the word from the beginning from the new from the new testament when jesus said that it was expedient that he leave so the holy spirit would come but he wasn't going to stay where he was he was going to come back and he was going to take us right do you remember that part of the word right well when jesus left let me assure you the disciples was looking for him that same day they were looking for him the next day. They were looking for him and looking for him. And let me, let me say this. They were waiting for him. They were in expectation by what he said. In expectation. And the world was crazy then. <laughs> the world was, in a, it was at a crazy place then. And now, if you look at what was going on then... And compared to what's going on now, it's even crazier now because everything the word spoke about, the setup, is in place. Do you know that you're being watched by the enemy, not only in the spirit, but naturally? Oh, you don't believe me, huh? You got your phones? Don't take them out, but go to Google Maps. Satellite got you, they're looking at you. Something takes place in the streets. You know what the cops can do? They can go to all these videos that are set up in different locations and they can find out where you are. See, the devil is not omnipresent, but our God is. So the way he sets up his presence is by video is by setting up his eye in the sky, satellite, videos. And it doesn't have to be a video that's in the lamppost, a video that's on the street corner. No, it's the people who love technology. It looked like some techies in here, some people in here that love technology. I don't want to look at nobody because I don't want you to say, he's talking about me, but I am. <laughs> I'm, exactly, I'm talking specifically about you. But that's cool, because it's 2000, it's 2017, it's 2017. So we live according to what's going on in the world. Amen? 
So what's going on in the world today is different from then. We don't have cows that we have to walk or to sit on or, or milk. We don't have horses that we ride on. We don't, we, we're not farmers. We're not in certain, re, certain parts of the world where farming is big, where agriculture is the thing. For us, it's technology. We don't want to take the food that we eat and kill it and then eat it. Well, I know I don't want to. If I see a chicken die, I'm done. I give me a vegetable. Give me some corn on the cob. <laughs> don't, don't kill my chicken in front of me because I ain't eating it. <laughs> I, know, I love me some chicken, especially when it's fried. But if you kill it, and I'm looking at that blood, and I look at how that dude died, and he's shaking. <laughs> Until he dies, and then you skin him, Ew, needles. I don't want to see all that. I don't want to see how you got to cut the throat of the cow and it's got to bleed out. You know, ew, oh Lord. Strangled himself with the blood. They hang him upside down. And then he dies and then they rip his stomach open and they take out the guts and, ah, come on. Who wants to eat that? You. I want to eat it when it's finished. I don't want to see the process. What's my point? My point is we're not living in those, we don't live under those conditions. We live in these conditions of microwave, uh, we could read these conventional ovens where it heats it up re relatively quickly. We don't have to use fire, we don't have to use wood. We have all this great technology. We have iPads, I don't even like iPads. Anything, but I got iPad, JR. Because it's getting the job done at the moment. <laughs> but I got Google. I got Nexus. We got iPhones and we got Samsung. We got all this cool technology. That, and guess what? They can find out where you are on your phone without looking at you. They can pinpoint you because of cell towers. Listen, the enemy is set up. He's ready to go. The Antichrist that is spoken about, that is spoken of in the word, that is coming. Antichrist is he, the spirit. The spirit of Antichrist is here. It was here then and it, he's here now. The enemy stays busy. He has to stay on top of things. Listen, it's you know what's so strange? That the enemy is paying closer attention to Jesus' return more than we are. How do I know that? I know that because the enemy is staying busy. The enemy is on his job. The enemy is turning people from the Lord. The enemy is doing everything he can to set up shop in preparation as to what's to come. God bless you, my sister. The enemy's ready. What are we doing? How are we getting prepared? How are we planning to move forward? How are we ready? It's great. Jesus is all over. I'm looking at everybody's face. Oh, you look so shiny. You glowing. You look like a whole bunch of money. I don't care how much money you don't have in your pocket. God bless and see God beautifies us, beautifies the meek. Amen. And all over your faces, I see this beauty. And that looks great. 
in here. What does the world see? What have we shown the world? What have we given the world? Ah, man. People of God, these messages. And every time you hear me speak, you may hear me repeat some of the things that, that you, you, you may hear these things over and over because, folks, we have to get ready. God is about to do something. I know you've been hearing it. You've been hearing it week after week. Well, when is it going to happen? Well, when are these seats going to get filled? When is this going to happen? When is this? So here's what I'm going to ask you. What are you doing? You're busy looking around. You're busy waiting on God. But as you wait on the Lord, what are you doing? Are you moving forward? Are you standing still? Or are you going backwards? And let me tell you something about standing still. And I told you this before. Standing still is the same as going backwards. How do I know that? Because when you're standing still, everything around you is moving forward. So it's like you're moving backwards because everything is going forward. What are you doing? How are you progressing? How are you moving forward in the Lord? What are you doing with Jesus in you? The apostles spoke the word. They gave Jesus to those that were lost. They spoke to the churches, but they spoke to the lost. What are we doing? People, stop being so comfortable where you are. You're comfortable where you are. And the more comfortable you are where you are, the more susceptible you are to be stuck where you are. That's like a child that stays two years old for the next six years. How about you? What are you doing for your growth? What are you doing that's keeping you where you are? Why haven't you grown in the Lord yet? What are you waiting for? No, this is not the message for today. But this is what the Lord is telling me to ask you. What are you doing? Why are you still in that place where you are? Because bad things can happen when you stay right there. Especially if the Lord is telling you to move. God wants you to move. You've been here too long. Move. What am I saying? Spiritually, you've been stuck where you are. And that's a decision that you have made. It's a position that you put yourself into. I know your excuse is, well, Lee, you don't understand. It's because it's my finances. You don't understand it's because of what happened to me then. You don't understand it's because of what's going on right now. You don't understand because this. You don't understand because that. Stop with the excuses. Enough. Enough. Yes, there are reasons for things. There are cause and effect for things. But don't allow these excuses to stagnate your growth don't stay where you are we have to move forward it's time it is time already it's time 
You want to know why some people are the way they are? Yeah, there are reasons for certain things. Certain people have certain ways for certain reasons. We use excuses, people, people of God, all the time. We are, we're good. We're good for excuses. But some people are the way they are because of certain things that have happened in their lives. You look at a person that is promiscuous. Sometimes, people of God, and, and I have to emphasize this to the, to the, to the, house, of the, to the house of the Lord because people of God, we're, 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 because of how we are, we're turning people away. We're, 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 people don't want what we have because of who we are, because of how we present Jesus. How are we presenting Jesus? How are we trying to win Jesus? An excuse for some people, a reason for some people, a person that's promiscuous, how do you know that they're, oh yeah, I know what she's a hoe. I know what he's a hoe. I know that he sleep around with everybody. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Well, was that girl raped as a youth? Was that, man, was that young man molested? That's why he's that way? You see, for some people, there was a seed that was planted by the enemy. A reason of, a seed reason that they have the type of behavior that they have right now. Yeah, I'm going somewhere. And they are that way right now because they have not been delivered. They haven't been set free. They haven't been introduced to Jesus or maybe the person that introduced them to Jesus was the judgmental person. Oh man, the house of the Lord, we've become so bad at being so judgmental and we have got to stop. Where is the love of Jesus Christ? People are going to walk in here and they're going to walk out of here because of you. Not even because of what you said, but because of this. Because of this. When they sit next to you. Let me get my stuff. Oh, let me go on over here. Where you going? Where are you going? Where you going? No, you don't know what kind of life this person has. You don't know what it is they're going through. You don't know what it is that brought them to that point. To that point where no matter what, they got to gamble. They got a problem with their money. They, oh, okay, so you see him here in, in church on Sunday, and then tomorrow you see him in a place that he shouldn't be. Ooh, what are you doing? Are you talking about that brother? Are you talking about that sister? Or are you praying for them? What are you doing to help them? Because what we have to stop doing, people of God, is stop being so judgmental on this world. Let me assure you about the world. The world is going to be the world. The end. The world is going to be the world. 
take off your expectations because your expectation is they should be doing it like you because your expectation is of that young Christian <clears throat> who just, that's somebody who just came to the Lord somebody that's been serving the Lord for a while but see it just seems like they're just stagnant <clears throat> what it's going to take is the love of Jesus Christ in you to show them to be a map for them to direct them to pray for them to love them look who Jesus hung around Look who Jesus surrounded himself around. See, there were times when Jesus broke away from the crowd and he went to the Father and he spent time with his Father. But after the time with his Father, guess where he came? Not to just hang out with his disciples. What do I mean? Not to just come here on Sundays and be around me and you and Bishop and Pastor and this one and that one. Not to just be here at Mega. Not to just be here for Bible study. Not to just be around the church, folks. There is a dying world that's waiting for us. What are we doing? What are we doing? Why has God sent me to emphasize this every time I speak? We're doing something wrong, people of God. We're doing something wrong. Don't expect our leaders to go out there and minister to people? No, their job is to keep their eyes on us, to be the watch, the watchers, for, watchtower for us. They are watching us, they are praying for us, they are making sure that they are leading God's people because sheep begot, sheep begot, sheep begot. So that means you and I, it is up to us to go out there, to go out there, to go out there, and tell these people about Jesus, about Jesus. Oh, A.P. Lee, he always moving around. He always doing crazy stuff. Yep, because I don't care. I don't care. I don't mind. I'm not ashamed. I'm not afraid. Come on, soldiers. Why do you think God saved you? Why do you think you are who you are in the Lord? He didn't save you so you could stay right there because, let me help you understand something. The longer you stay right there, the more of an opportunity you give yourself to die right there. Woo! You don't believe that, huh? Well, let me show you something. If you have your Bibles, open up to Genesis the 19th chapter, thank God for the word is right. Genesis, the 19th chapter, very familiar passage of scripture. We all familiar with this, these cities. And we're going to talk about these cities that mirror, oh God, these two cities that mirror the image of the United States. Ah, they mirror the image of the United States. And there is a reason why only one family was saved. You want to know why a family, matter of fact, there is a reason why a family got saved. 
And the reason why a family got saved, because a man of God, a man of God, a believer went to God and asked God, would you save him? God, if there was one person that believed you, would you save that whole city? Would you save it? And God is faithful. Would they, not one, if there, was, if there was a few. Would you save the whole city because of 50 people? 40 people? 30 people? 20 people? 10 people, God said, all right, bump the brakes. <laughs> okay. I told you I'd do it. But there was only one family that got saved out of this city. But one man believed God enough so that his family, so someone else's family can make it out. What am I saying? What I'm saying is, people of God, you can pray and get somebody saved. You can pray and help somebody get out of their situation. You can pray because God hears you. God hears you. He has entrusted his spirit in you. Mm, do you hear that? God is so loving and he so much wants to share everything with us that when we got saved, here's what he said. Let me put some of me in you. Woo! Good God. That's how powerful God is. That's how loving God is. That's how wonderful God is. He said, when I save you, I'm going to put me in you so you don't have to do it on your own. So then we can say, greater is he that is in me because I can't do this on my own, Lord. I can't go to Kentucky and save my family member. I can't go to California and save my family member. I can't go to Korea and get those people. I can't go to Russia and get those people, but I can pray. Woo! Yeah, I can pray. And through my prayer, reach the heart of God. And when I reach him, he said, if I pray, if I ask, if I ask, if I ask, I receive it. Mm. So let's look at what's going on here. We're still under the title Bishop has given us. It's all about Jesus. The thought that God has given me for the people of God is... What has my attention that much? I don't know what you're dealing with on your everyday life. I don't know what you're going through. But for some of us, there are some things that has too much of our attention. It could be a person. It could be a place. It could be a thing or some things. Aaron, I don't know, but I know what we are not doing is taking that attention that don't need attention, and we're not giving that to God. God wants that attention. You know, you know, you know what, 
what amazes me about our great, awesome, sovereign God who sits on the throne, who made the heavens and the earth, who created everything, who blew, who blew some breath into some dirt, and he became us? You know, you know what amazes me? You know what blows me away? You know what, you know what I heard in the word? He said, he's jealous. You mean, God, you so big, you so great, you so awesome, you so wonderful, you so perfect, you so mighty, you're jealous? Yep. And when we give our attention here and here and here and there and thither and thither and thither and thither. Hey, it's the word. When we put too much focus there, we're taking time away from our God. And God, he's merciful. For us, we have grace. We have favor. So on the real, we ain't got to work for it. Because I know the word, I know people say, right, when you pray, you stay. When you fast, you, those are the conditions. If I do this, I get that. If I do this, I get that. No, grace don't work like that. Grace says, don't matter what you're doing. You have it. Mm. I know you haven't prayed in a while, but my grace. Ah, my grace I give you. Oh, it's upon you. Grace, that's how it works. He gave his only begotten son. He gave us. Jesus gave us. He's his grace. So I know I messed up, Lord. I know I failed you, Lord. I know I haven't talked to you, Lord. I know I haven't looked to you, Lord. I know. But by his grace, by his grace, oh God, I'm covered. Now, the word does make it clear, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. So don't, don't test God like that. And if we're honest, most of us, we, we test God every day. <laughs> we messing up. Now, I know some of you are perfect. I get it. Listen, let me, let me be transparent. No, I mess up. <laughs> I mess up. No, no, I need the Lord, y'all. I know about you, because some of y'all look kind of perfect, but I heard looks can be deceiving. <laughs> I need me some Jesus, like a lot. <laughs> I dropped the ball, a lot. Wow. Sometimes I got to step back and say, oh, snap, God. Uh, oh, snap. I got to hide somewhere. Listen, that's me, man. I, I got some problems. <laughs> but my worship is for real, man. My, my, I don't play when it comes to worship. Yeah, no, God is not looking for perfect worshipers. True worshipers. And what's true? Lord, I'm not perfect. Lord, I, I dropped the bomb. I, I dropped the ball, Lord. I, I messed up, Lord. I, I, I'm a problem child, Lord. But I bless you no matter what. I look to you no matter what. And see, you need to understand, believers, what you need, because I look around the room, it don't look like nobody unsaved in here. I got to save folk. Wow, thank you, Lord, you got to be talking to your people. Out of everybody I could have spoke to, this is for you. Oh, snap. 
Get it together. This is for all of us. We're going to mess up because we're human and we mess up. Don't try to mess up, but we're going to mess up. But you need to know grace is on your life. By the grace of God, you can bounce back. God will give you an opportunity to redo it. He'll give you a restart. I know the way it started and how it was supposed to go. But because you went left, because you went right, God gave you an opportunity. God sometimes will step back and let you go. And then you come to yourself. You come to yourself. God will allow a chain of events to happen because you may not want to do his will, but he's got some unique ways of making you willing. <laughs> Youch! Oh my. Oh my. To make you willing to bring you back, but that's his grace, that's his love, that's his favor upon the lives of the believer, people of God. So we have time. As long as we have breath in our body, we have time. Whatever has your attention, stop. Stop. Put the attention on Jesus. See why I want to sing that song, Latoya? Put the attention on Jesus. You know why? Because that's where it belongs. It's all about Jesus. Right? That's what we've been talking about. Here's the challenge. The challenge is turn it over to God and let it go. Now, that sounds so simple. And the words are simple. Turn it over to God. Turn it over to him. Let him handle it. Let him deal with it. Whatever it is, maybe your finances have your attention. Oh, God. Maybe that coworker who's working your last nerve <laughs> has your attention. Maybe it's that problem. Maybe it's that body part that has your attention. Pastor spoke a word recently. He said, don't worry. Worship. When you put the attention on God, when you turn it over to him, he, he makes it all right. He makes everything better. He does it. God can do it. He can do it. The topic is, I want you to look somebody in the eyeball. Look them in the eyeball. Somebody, get your attention on somebody. Get your attention on somebody. You got them? You locked in? You locked in eyeball to eyeball? Tell them this. Say the topic is, don't look back. Ah. Don't look back. Because the problem with a lot of us is we're looking back on what was happening. We're looking back on what was going on. We're looking back on those things, on those things that will bring our attention away from God. We look forward God is about forward progress. God wants us to go forward even if it even if it feels like we're standing still. And sometimes in moving forward through the quietness of God, it can feel like I'm standing still. 
but I move forward so that I can press towards the mark of the higher calling in the Lord. I move forward. Don't look back because if I'm, if you are in a race and when you do this, someone that's alongside of you goes past you. Don't look back because looking back will freeze you and kill you. Can kill you. Did you know that? It can kill what's in you. I know you've been saved a long time. And I know that you believe God. And I know that you have faith in God. And I know that you trust the Lord. I know that you're a pretty cool Christian. But let me assure you, the more you do this, the easier it is for you to get comfortable with this. And this can bring you here. And from here can bring you here. Stop looking back on who you was. God wants you to move forward into who he's called you to be. Walk in the spirit means I continue to move. Even continuing to move forward. Walk in the spirit. Don't look back. Doesn't mean you don't remember. You can remember what happened to you because... How are you going to testify about the Lord? You can't testify about what's going to happen, although you can, but you can testify about, about how God brought you out. You testify about his goodness. You can testify, yeah, I was there. I was in that place. That used to be me. I used to do that. I used to, and I used to, and I used to, and I know he used to love you, I know, and she used to love you, I get it, and you used to like that, but God don't want you looking back, no, go forward, enough is enough, that place that you was in, was only going to bring you down. Was only going to kill you. Move forward. Deliverance is here, people of God. I don't know who I'm talking to today. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but I'm here to tell you, the Lord has sent me here to tell you, don't look back. Let it go. It's over. It's time to go forward. Amen? It's time to go forward. God has opened the door. He set up a new path. He set up a new way. He put a new direction. He made everything. He said, behold, behold, all things are passed away. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And new is forward. <laughs> new is forward. New is forward. Forward in the Lord. Not back. Yeah. You can testify about what happened back there. 
<laughs> yeah, I remember when I was in that place, when I was down, when I was messed up, when I was battling depression, when I was dealing with sleeping around, when I was dealing with adultery, when I was dealing with all, when I was dealing with gambling, when I was dealing with all these thoughts, because sometimes it's your thought process that can keep you looking back. Yeah, I don't know what's coming out of your mouth because you ain't saying nothing, but your mind is constantly going and your mind can constantly go back. It constantly goes back. It constantly goes back. So your attention is on your mind and your thoughts. Oh God, do you know that it's your thoughts that can bring you back and stop you from going forward? Uh, let's look at this brother and his wife. <clears throat> so we're dealing with Lot, and everybody knows the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, Lot is the nephew of our brother uh, Abraham, uh, the father of the faith, right? And at one time, Lot and Abraham were together. They used to roll together, nephew, uncle, what up, unc, what up, nephew, uh-huh. <laughs> Abraham had a lot of stuff, Lot had a lot of stuff. And sometimes when you got stuff and I got stuff and, and although we cool, sometimes that can cause some problems. Sometimes, whether it's jealousy, it could be envy, there could be some strife, some beef can start. And when that starts, sometimes you got to get away. Let me make a guarantee to everyone who's listening to me. God wants to separate you from some things. God is looking to separate you from some people. Abraham wasn't going to become Abraham until, he, until God separated him from his nephew. He loved his nephew. He loved him. He absolutely loved him. But when the beef started, he had to separate himself. He told his nephew, and you go back in, in Genesis, the 13th chapter, and read it. Um, Abraham was wise enough to tell his nephew, listen, listen, you know what? Let's, 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 let's stop this. Let's, you know, I don't want your people beefing with my people. I'll tell you what, I'm going to go left, and you can go right. And if you decide you want to go right, I'll go left. Because sometimes you have to be the bigger person and walk away. Sometimes because of the hold that that thing has on you that wants to keep you there, that wants to keep you abused, that wants to keep you bound, that wants to keep you down, that wants to keep you from moving forward, you have to be big enough to let it go so that you can go. Oh, God. Let it go so you can go. Mm. God wants us to get along with everybody. Did you know that? He wants us to try and eat. Oh, matter of fact, he wants us to try and get along with everybody. You don't believe me? Look at your face. Watch this. Look, look, look. Romans 12 and 18. I love this. It says, if it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Look at the New Living Translation. Listen, listen to what it says. Do all that you can. 
do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Now, I'm not an English major. I went to college for one semester, and my, my, uh, my, my, uh, what I was studying was biblical and theological studies, um, so I'm not an English major. It said, do all that you can. King James said, if it is possible. If it is possible. Do all that you can. If it is possible. So what that tells me is that with some people, it just ain't possible. I love you, but I'm a roll. <laughs> I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> because obviously, it's not possible. We just can't get along. And you have to be big enough and know by the word of God, if it be possible, live at peace. But how many know some people just are stuck on, stuck on craziness, stuck on stupidity, stuck on violence, stuck on disrupting you. They want to hold on to, look, look, because misery loves this. Ah! Let me take you with me. Ah! Because they're stuck, they want you to stay stuck with them. They don't want to see you move forward. Because with you moving forward, oh, man, you're going to make it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be successful because I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. It's going to happen. So we got Lot. He separates from his uncle, and he moves to these two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. And what was very interesting when I was reading about this in the 13th chapter, um, Lot, the reason why Sodom and Gomorrah was so attractive to him, because when you read it where it says it reminded him of Egypt. Ooh, be careful of what certain things remind you of. Be careful of what you're attracted to because of what you're used to. You, you like that mess down there. So you see something that looks good, that sounds good, that feels good, that tastes good, but ain't no good. It's no good, it's no good, it's no good, baby. It's no good. No good, let it go. Don't look back at those things because the only thing those things are designed to do is keep you there and kill you. Keep you there and kill you. Oh, God, I don't know who I'm talking to, but you need to hear what the Lord is saying today. Let's read this a little bit. Verse 1, and there came two angels to Sodom at even, and Lot said in the gate of Sodom, and Lot, seeing them, rose to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face towards the ground. And he said, Below, behold, excuse me, now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the streets all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him and entered his house, and he made them a feast, and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. See, Lot recognized 
these men were not like the men in the city. See, what God wants us to be able to do through discernment is recognize what's what, who's who. Because some people really are for you. But you have to recognize when they're not. And you have to recognize that it might be time for you to pull away. Listen, if you know someone is really rolling with the Lord, if you know someone is stronger than you in the Lord, why don't you want to stick with that person? Come Connect with people that's going to help grow you, that's going to help groom you, that's going to help get you to your destination. Stop hanging with these people that are going to keep you right where you are. That, are, that can possibly pull you back. You want to go back? Do you want to go back? You can't just confess that. You got to believe that. Don't just confess that. You got to do that. Don't go back. Don't look back. It's not necessary. Because the more you look back, the more you're going to be drawn back. Then you're going to be tempted to go back. Mm. Oh, hear the word of the Lord, people of God. Verse 4. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed, around, compassed the house round, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. So you got a whole bunch of dudes that's eyeballing these dudes. Ill. And they called unto Lot. Lot! And said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know them. Ill, doubly ill. Because these men wanted to do what the United States said it's okay to do. These men wanted to do because the law back then must have been in listen this was years ago you better hear me today this was years ago thousands of years ago and it's the law today it's the law listen listen it's the law in this land we're not talking about other countries. We're talking about this country that has passed this law. Are you kidding me? I don't know any other nations that passed this. Maybe some cities or some towns. But a country? The country has passed this law. So sometimes... What these type of situations cause God to do is move, judge. So it's time to get ready. Mm. Here we go. Oh, God. Verse 6. And Lot went out at the door unto, the, unto them and shut the door after him and, and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly behold now i have two daughters listen i'm I, here take them take take my babies take 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 these take these young ladies over here they're my daughters 
uh, all right, um, which have not known a man. They are virgins, all right? Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you and do ye to them as good in your eyes. In other words, whatever you want to do with them, just do it to them, not these men, because Lot knew there was something about these men. He knew there was something special about these men. He knew. He knew. Just like we know there are certain things in our life that we shouldn't do. There are certain people in our lives that we shouldn't be connected to. There are certain people that God wants to connect us to, but we won't allow it because of what we're doing, because of this is what we're doing, as opposed to looking at what God wants us to see. Listen, Lot was trying to get these men to see something they didn't want to see. They wanted to be stuck. What does that mean for you, people of God? Listen, all right, you may, you're not going to win everybody, and it's okay. Some of these people that we're going to come across don't want to hear about our Jesus. They don't want to hear. But that don't mean we stop talking to them. That don't mean we, try to give, we don't try to give them the word. So they don't want it, no problem. We can gracefully bow out. Don't, don't let them pull, don't let these people that don't want to hear, don't let them pull you back into the old you. Well, the old you was crazy. The new you is crazy, it's different crazy, but the old you was crazier. Don't, don't go back to that person. Oh, you said what? Oh, okay, wait a minute, oh, hold on, okay, what, Yo, get my Vaseline. Oh, oh, you talking to me? You talking to me like that? Well, hey, 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 uh, sister, uh, bro, uh, slow down. No, we, 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 we don't fight like that no more. We don't have to. No, no, that's, that's not what it's about. It's not what it's about. Don't allow your emotions to cause you to do something crazy and go back to the old you. You looking back at the old you. Yo, I'm telling you right now, because of who I was, I'm telling you. Yeah, these guys, get out of here with all that. Stop. Come on, man, the guy and woman of God, stop. Listen, we don't let no one take advantage of us and hurt us. But we don't go out there starting no mess either. Come on, stop. All right, he gave me the finger. All right, give him the hand. Hey, Jesus loves you. <laughs> we kill him with love. <laughs> now, it's, yes, it's easier said, but if we're not training yourself this way, you are training yourself the old way. And the old way, I wish, I wish he would. <laughs> you might use some other words in there too. <laughs> Some adjectives and preservatives and verbs and nouns. Stop. Stop it. That's the old you. Stop. Stop looking to the old you to handle this new way of life. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Stop. There is a new way that we have been training for. There is a new way that God wants us to do things. Just as Jesus has extended his grace towards us, we are expected to push this grace forward to everyone. Don't go back to the non-grace you. Because before you got saved, oh God, God was patient with you. Did you know that? God is still patient with us. Even through our own messing up. Because we be messing up. Well, let me, let me say it again. I be messing up. <laughs> and God is patient with me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I mean it. Because I be messing up. You hear me? I know you're perfect in all your ways, but I be messing up, and I need me some Jesus 
often, <laughs> every day. We got to be new, people. We got to be new. It can't be about who we used to be because the used to be you was really ugly, was really nasty, was really horrible to people. God sent me here to talk to you and, and teach you what he wants. He doesn't want us looking back because looking back causes death. Did you hear that? You want to know how profound this is? Looking back causes death. Even when God opens the path for us. I'm going to skip down because... God made a way of escape for Lot and his family based on the prayer that Abraham sent up to him. Abraham prayed to the Lord to save the family. And God honored the prayer from the man of God. I don't know if Lot knew about it. It doesn't matter. Lot was about to get saved from this situation. And his wife was going to get saved from this situation and his daughters were going to get saved from this situation. Anybody in the family, even the son-in-laws-to-be were going to get saved from this situation. But how many know that sometimes some people just don't want to be saved? Because when you read down a little bit further, the sons, when Lot came to the son, the angels tell, the angels tell Lot, all right, get your family, y'all got to roll out, get out of here. Get out of here. And I'm going to paraphrase this. Get out of here because God is about, we about to tear this up. That's it. It's going down tonight or tomorrow. When you get out of here, when we know that you're safe, that's it. It's, it's, it's about to turn up in here. So y'all got to, you got to roll out. And he's telling them this. And one of the, one of the, one of the things that he said, the keys one of the keys that he gave them to their safety to get them from one place to the next was when you go, do not look back. Don't look back because if you look back, what that is showing God, God, I know you delivered me, but I still want it. God, I know you brought me out, but I still want to go back there. And you may not physically go back but if this doesn't totally belong to God you're going to give it over to what's back there and what's back there is going to kill you I think she made it into heaven but she was given a warning and the warning from the man from the angels was go don't look back. And what God has sent me here to tell somebody in this place where he has brought you from, don't look back. I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what you're dealing with. But I do know that God brought you out from where you was. You was in a place that you didn't have to be in. Lot. Lot chose to go there because sometimes we choose to go places we shouldn't go. May not be part of God's perfect will, but look how great God is. God is about to tear this city up now. He said, enough. This, that's it. I had enough of this city. These cities. That's it. Now I, the Lord, about to turn up. 
it's going down. Sodom and Gomorrah, you're done. But not before I save my children. And with saving my children, I'm going to bring you out, son. I'm going to bring you out, daughter. I'm going to bring you out because I'm a God who saves. He didn't come to kill, but he came to save. He didn't come to bring death, but he came to bring life. And he's given us life. He's given us a new life. And in this new life, he doesn't want us going back to the old life, even here, here. Lot's wife, and let me wrap this up because of the time. Lot's wife could not let go of what was going on there. Wait a minute. God has to destroy a whole city. What in the world could you want back over there? What is it that's attracting you to go back there? Get it out your mind. Get it out your heart. Look forward and keep it moving. Keep going. I don't know what God has lined up for you, but I'm here to tell you it has nothing to do with what was back there. Whatever was back there, let it go. Don't look back. Don't look back. Go forward and be saved. Come on, everybody stand in this place. Everybody stand in this place. God is so great. I thank God for his word because I'm on the phone with Bishop... Yesterday, 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 I'm on the phone with Bishop, and he says, well, your mother's in Kentucky, and she was supposed to speak tomorrow. Pastor and I was looking to stay back. So before he could finish his sentence, I foolishly said, don't worry, Bishop, I got it. I foolishly said that, but here's why God is so awesome. About an hour before Bishop and I spoke, I was on the phone with one of my cousins and we were talking. And while we were talking, the Lord put in my spirit, don't look back. And while I'm talking with my cousin, I got my earpiece on, I take out my phone and I start taking notes that God given me. Don't look, topic, don't look back. Wow. All right, Lord. And and, and, and Genesis, a lot. And I said, Lord, which I'm on the phone talking. We having a conversation. I said, Lord, what chapter? And I open up the Bible and it goes right to the 19th chapter. I said, God, you're great. <laughs> God is good. God is so good. He is such a good God. So I didn't know how this was going to go today, folks. But our God is awesome. He's faithful. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He had a word that he wanted to get to me because his word to me is Lee. Don't look back. I brought you out from there. Don't look back. Because it's attractive back there. Let's tell the truth, huh? It's attractive back there. It looks good back there. It looks pretty nice back there. Everyone's head. It looks pretty nice back there. It looks pretty awesome. And listen, let's come on. Let's, let's, let's tell the truth. People of God, in the world, the world is pretty... It's pretty, you know, it's pretty fun. No? Who didn't have fun in the world? 
Listen, I'm not, listen, I'm not promoting the world, but listen, we was there. It was fun. It was fun to be at the club. It was fun to hang out with my people. But them days are over. God gave me a new dance partner. He gave me a new dance. He gave me a new shout. He gave me new words. He gave me a new thought process. He gave me a new heart. The word of the Lord said, create within me a clean heart. Renew within me the right spirit. So God changed those things. So when God changes these things, he wants the old out. Out with the old, in with the new. And we got to move forward in this new. It's time to go forward, people of God. I don't know what God is doing in your life. I don't know where he wants you to go. But you know. You know where you are. You know what you're doing. You know where God's trying to pull you from. And where he's trying to bring you. Here's what I say. Let it go. Let it go. Give it. Because, listen, you're holding on to whatever it is. And what God is saying, give it to me. You can't handle it. Give it to me. God, I have a problem with spending too much money. I admit it. That I'm struggling, Lord. I'm struggling with my eyes. I look too much. I'm struggling with this walk. I'm struggling with foul language. I'm struggling with depression. I'm struggling with my attitude, Lord. I'm struggling in my thinking process. Whatever it is, God is a delivering God. Give it to him. Right now, give it to him. Lift your hands in this building. Give it to him. Whatever it is, you don't have to speak it out loud. But what I want you to do is tell God what it is. Be honest. Be totally transparent with God right now. Right now. Give it to him. And after you've given it to him, whatever it is, what I want you to do is bless the Lord with the fruit of your lips. After you've given it over to him, bless him. Bless him. Whatever it is. Maybe you used to be a liar and you found yourself lying a lot lately. Maybe you used to be really bad with money and then God brought you out and now you find yourself being bad with money again. Whatever area it was that you were struggling with, that God delivered you from, but you found yourself back there. God said, give it to me. Bless God. Bless God. Lord, we believe you in this atmosphere, oh God, of transformation. We believe you in this area right now, oh God, in this place right now of deliverance. We believe you, oh God, that you have sent your word to heal us, to deliver us from all our destructions, God. We believe you right now that after today, oh God, this day right now, we declare in the name of Jesus total transformation, 
total deliverance from whatever it is God that has held us bound the enemy is trying to steal kill and destroy us the enemy is trying to bring us back oh God our flesh is seeking what the enemy wants God but your spirit let God arise and all his enemies be scattered oh God it's you oh God that we believe it's you oh God that we trust in it's you that our faith is in it is you that we are depending upon it is you oh God hallelujah that has changed our life it is you and we will bless you at all times and your praise shall continually be in our mouth somebody lift the praise in this place right now come on lift the praise unto the Lord and let the Lord know you're thankful let the Lord know you worship him let the Lord know you bless him come on somebody bless him I can't bless the Lord for you come on lift the praise unto the Lord our God come on lift the praise unto the Lord our God Glory to God. We bless you, Lord, and we believe you, Lord, that you will bring us from this place, oh God. You bring us to our homes safely, oh Lord, and that we will live victoriously. We will live according to your word. Everything that you have for us, everything you have, oh God, that's before us, that's in front of us, God, we will press towards the higher mark in you. You are for us. And if you are for us, you are more than the world that be against us. We thank you right now. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, shake hands with your friends. Hallelujah.